0: Well, hey, out there in podcast land, how are you? This is Pastor Hank speaking, and I'm the pastor of Marion Baptist Church, and this is the Mosaic of Marion podcast. I got with me my trusty sidekick, <laughs> Miss Moan, on my home slice.
1: Hey, everybody! It's good to be here again. Um, we number twenty-one. We passed number twenty. Can't believe it. Um, but we have
0: no budget now because we blew it all last week.
1: <laughs> but we're just so thankful to be able to be here.
0: Absolutely, what a what a blessing, and we're we're so glad. However, you're listening, you know. I know there's multiple ways to hear mm-hmm. this. Um, so thankful for our IT our yes. IT guys. Yes. Make sure I say that properly. And for the many ways, um, if you don't know, hey, just a reminder, we have a website, mm-hmm. and it's www.mosaicofmarion.com, and on there. Um, Something that we'll talk about the that we won't fully unpack, we will write a blog post yes. about. So um, it's Miss Mona's week.
1: Oh, okay. To
0: write the blog <laughs> posts. So um, so far, I've written two. Miss Mona has written one. Will be two after. It'll be posted. I think they're posted Usually on Thursday. Thursday. Yep. And then Dan Amos will post um, one also. So be looking around Thursday some point. Um, if you're like me, I forgot this past Thursday and hurriedly did it in the <laughs> afternoon because I would forgotten we need to get it up. So, you know, check out that. Also, Miss Mona, um, we have a, the resource part of that page, our webpage. Um, we have a connection to her blog. Yes. So some of you have found her blog. Yes. And what's the name of your blog again?
1: Um, Filledtooverflowing.home.blog is the address.
0: And one of my favorite ones was "Don't be a mule." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I need to get a T-shirt with that. <laughs> yes, you do. So <laughs> that was um, a good one.
0: Hey guys, we're in Hebrews, um, as I just put out there on Instagram and Twitter and um, Facebook that um, we're brewing up a fresh batch today. Yep, and we are talking about Abraham. Yes, so. And let's just be honest. She and I both are going. Man, where do we begin? <laughs> so um, since this is my podcast, <laughs> I'm going to make her begin.
1: today And no.
0: in just in just a little bit. Um, but we're going to pray, and then we're going to we're going to dive in. I, I know. I know where we're going to go. So okay, let's pray. Good. Father God, we love you, and we thank you for this opportunity. This means of getting out your word, Lord. If there's two things I know, it's number one. We both love you. Mm-hmm. And number two, we both love your word. Yes. And so we're so thankful that we have um, your word, God, that never changes. And the great thing is we know that if someone were to listen to this years from now, if you, tarry, um, the same biblical truth would be there. Mm-hmm. It's not like we would have to update um, one of our podcasts because of uh, the Bible's been updated. Lord, you're just so gracious and you're so good and your foreknowledge in your sovereignty, your providence, Lord, and and most of all, your love toward us. So, God, just be with us today. Help us to understand more about you as we ourselves seek to learn and strive that. So be with us. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, I do want you one more thing. Um, I will be leaving um, in a few weeks to go to the Dominican Republic. So I'm just going to ask you guys to be praying for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with this, a team of three of us. We're going down to make some inroads down there to set up a connection um so be praying as as we go down and do ministry down there they had a lot of flooding from this last hurricane hurricane. yes but it was not laura it was the one marco
1: yeah the first one
0: um had a lot of flooding Mm -hmm. as that came across there so praying for them um and then as you know i'm going to burma um can we share the news (laughs) (laughs) and i'm taking a few people with me so let's just go that route And um, this year, um, so that's in November. So, um,
1: if it's open,
0: if it's open, yes, that one is still waiting for that
1: whole COVID thing.
0: Yeah, still waiting for that. But anyway, okay. So here's the question. I'm gonna start off with a question. Okay. We're in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8. When I say the name Abraham, what's the first thing that comes to your mind?
1: Goodness, um,
0: (laughs) because (laughs) very wide open question.
1: Goodness sakes, because when. When I think of Abraham and hear of Abraham, there's just so much. But the thing that—I um, the I think the first thing that comes to my mind is that the gospel was first preached to Abraham. Um, and, uh, and really, as I was thinking about this morning and the reason that I get so um, overwhelmed and not knowing which direction to go and how, what to say and where to share, um, because really with Abraham— um, the foundation of was laid with Abraham, um, the God's promises and our inheritance and, um, the covenant was all laid with Abraham. And so that's
0: what comes to my mind first. Wow. That's a lot more than me. (laughs) I just think about a guy that was just amazing faith. Yeah. I'll just go that way. out because the guy didn't know where he was going, yet he went.
1: Right. Well, and one of the reasons that I went, that I think that way, is because he is referred to, I looked this up, so I know the number because I looked it up, but 75 times in the New Testament from Matthew to Hebrew, Abraham is talked about. So he was obviously important. Um, And being the father of the patriarchs and being the father of our faith, um, Jesus referred to him over and over again. and, um, And so... Knowing about Abraham and knowing what God did for him and what he, Abraham did as in, in response to that, I, I think it's just one of the foundational things that we need to know about our faith.
0: Exactly, and I mean, I've preached through the life of Abraham, right. and it was very, very um, deep, and it was it's a it's a lot there, and it, I it's, mean. For the Holy Spirit to have put everything he did about Abraham in just a few short verses. Right. He sort of encapsulated his life in just a few short verses. Right. And then he dealt with Sarah, which, so if you deal with Sarah, you're also dealing with Abraham. Right. So here we go. I'm going to read it. And um, a little change up this week. Most of them have been having you read it. A by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents. Now, there's something about the structure of this in the Hebrew, the living in tents. It would have been um, the focus of that is intense, Because it speaks of how he was living, that he did not have citizenship. Really, anywhere in right, a sense, right. he had left his place of citizenship. Now he's just a sojourner right. in a place, and the his life. Oh, I give. His <laughs> life is a picture of how our life is yes. to be as we look forward to right. going to heaven. Right. We should consider ourselves, although we live in a home. If you live in a, you know, whatever type of home, trailer, double wide, whatever. <laughs> that doesn't really matter. It's a picture of you ought to be. And you're mentally living in a tent because you right. understand this is not your home. Right. Right. Once again, the C.S. Lewis quote, if you find there's nothing that satisfies you in this world, could it be that you were made, made for, for somewhere yes, else? absolutely. So absolutely. The, and, and so in the in the Hebrew, in the Greek, excuse me, that would have been set forth the living in tents. With Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. hmm so, let's just talk first about this. I, I wrote three words now. Yep. And So, we'll deal with them. Okay. Since it's my podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and you said you like my words better than yours. <laughs> and the first one is obeying.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Man, we struggle with that. Yes, absolutely. Let's just be honest. We, we all struggle with it. Yep. How would you like to have been living? Now, a little background. He was from Ur of mm-hmm. the Chaldeans, and he lived his life, and he would most think he was probably a moon worshiper growing up and then so he's 75 and god calls him out yes
1: and god calls him and tells him to leave um essentially everything leave your country leave your kindred leave your father's house um and go and he didn't say where to go he just said go and abraham did and so
0: that's crazy faith
1: it is crazy faith and again and, the, we, and
0: i mean that in a good way yes so sorry uh, in no case absolutely takes it back. <laughs>
1: But again, we see, um, like we did with um, Noah, with the hey, concerning the events as yet unseen, that Abraham didn't know where he was going. So again, we're taking back to that first one where the faith is um, conviction of things not seen. And so, but you know, but you wonder, where did that faith come from? Exactly. And where, yeah. where was his um, propensity to obey? Where did that come from? And I don't know the answer to that one. <laughs>
0: Well, it came from the Holy Spirit, I think, well, coming okay, on thanks. in, you know. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, obviously, he had to have an encounter with God. I mean, let's just, right. let, you know, we, right. we and, legit just had a conversation that we don't like to add to the Bible, and right. we just had that. But let's just be honest, so at some point, Abraham had a head-on collision with the Lord.
1: Right, and it does say in Acts 7, when it talks about how God called him that, Um, and why am I looking at I have it written here somewhere that God. No, I don't have it written down. Let me just find it. <laughs> do, 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 do. We don't want to have empty talk, but it says that, um, that the God of glory appeared to our father, Abraham. So it, it, you're, I mean, I'm saying that based on what you were saying about the encounter with wow. him, that it wasn't just a, um, a small little thing. But it was a big, big deal.
0: I think he had a train wreck with with the Lord, right? Yeah, he hit him head on, right? You know, however, whether it was a Pauline type meeting on Damascus Road, the Bible is silent on it, so we can only venture a guess, right? But we do know he appeared to him, right? And so it was obviously in a way that. So impacted this man who was a moon worshiper mm-hmm. to pack up his family to go some 1,500 miles. Now, he takes a break in there. We we missed that at some point because, you know, do him leave your father. When they first leave, his father goes with him. Uh-huh. So, you know, he stopped in a place for a while. Right. Uh, I hate to be mean, but I believe God <laughs> held him there. So your daddy's got to
1: Until he left his father.
0: Yeah. Because he's all in that culture, he would have still been under his daddy. Right. And God's like, you're not gonna be under anybody but me. Right. The the, literally, let me give you the word for obey. Now, stay Uh there where you're at. Stay there. Stay there. And uh, the word obey means to hear under. It means to listen attentively. It means to be subordinate. So, had Abraham gone with his daddy, just being honest, just because he was a good dude. He would have been subordinate to his daddy as well, right? And so God needed to get him out from under that, so that God would be the only person that would be leading his life now. Right? He didn't need Abraham to get any. You know how dads are. <laughs> let me let me give you my advice, son. <laughs> He didn't need daddy to give his advice. He didn't need daddy to tell Abraham what to do. He needed Abraham in full surrender, in full. Um Submission mm-hmm. in full obedience to him and to him alone, I mean, am i wrong did did his not daddy go with him for a little bit
1: If you say so,
0: <laughs> I thought it was in there um, don't make me show you,
1: okay, just you're gonna have to just show me, yeah,
0: I thought his daddy went with <laughs> it for a little bit. Yeah, verse 31 of chapter 11, Terah took um, his, Abram, his son, and Lot. Um, uh, wait a minute. This is where I, I guess I get, maybe I'm reading something into it. Terah took Abram, Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his grandson, Sarah his daughter-in-law, his sons, Abram's wife. They went forth together from of the Chaldeans, to go into the land of Canaan. But they came to Haran, and they settled there. So, it's almost like they were going, and maybe I did read too much into that, but they were going for a, a, a while and then got to just stop. So, they were already going to Canaan.
1: Right. They were, yes, they had left. Um, they were in Haran. How do you say that? Yeah. Heron. <laughs> and, um, that's, how
0: that's what we're going to call it. This is our podcast.
1: <laughs> and so, then Abram, in verse um, 4 of Genesis 12, it says that Abram was 75 years old when he departed from her.
0: From here on. So maybe I, I might have read a little bit into that that I shouldn't have. But it doesn't matter. No, Do
1: but it, but it does talk about in Acts that he left Mesopotamia, which is the Ur of Chaldeans, and went. Yeah. And so there is um both. Are, so you that could be right.
0: I believe I'm I believe I'm correct. Right. Yeah. And if I'm not, guess what? It won't be the first mistake <laughs> I've ever made. But no, I'm I'm doing it in in not in trying to take license, biblical license. I'm not trying right. to um. So, I, what I mean, good gravy Think about it You come home And I've said it before You walk home And, and Abram's like So, Sarah <laughs> How you doing? We gotta go I mean, think about it They didn't know God And he has his head on collision And he's like Right We're leaving Yep Where are we going? I don't know I don't know <laughs> But we're going to go. Exactly. But we're going to go.
1: And part of that, which isn't talked about, in, is talked about later in Hebrews. We'll we'll get to later. But I feel like we have to talk about it now, too. And the part of God's calling was him saying that I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. Um, But abram didn't have he was childless they didn't have any children yet they didn't have any heirs they didn't have um so how could he become the father of a great nation and so that um receiving that inheritance and going um into that place that god promised him that he would become a nation and yet it was just him and sarah when they left
0: yeah, he waited twenty five years. Be honest, waiting patiently. Is, right. I mean, to wait is hard for all of right. us. Right. We live in a McDonald's drive through world. Yep. We want it yesterday. Right. By the way, it in chapter Acts chapter seven, read first four verses. You'll find out that I'm right. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, seriously, we'll, we'll talk about that afterwards. But the key to wait is because just because God promises, here's what we know about God. God's long suffering, and God just because He makes a promise to you doesn't mean He's going to give you that promise at that moment. Right. So many examples. Yes. He he tells Abram, "I'm going to make a great nation of you, and I'm you know the world's going to be blessed because of you." And Abram's looking around, going, "I got nobody." Right. You know, at first he he <laughs> was like, "The only dude I got is a guy from Damascus. Are you leaving it to that?" And then the Lord's like, "Nope, oh, mm-hmm. it's going to be somebody from your home." Now, the dude seventy five. Right. Now I know they lived a little bit longer back then.
1: He was still old.
0: 75 old dude.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so then, you know, they I guess this is where we're supposed to go. So then Sarah found then Sarah gets, you know, Abraham has this moment of is it just this dude from Damascus right, that's right. gonna my, my servant is gonna No, somebody from your body. So then Sarah's like, Well here, take my maid servant. Tell me what Abraham was thinking. <laughs> His wife says, take this woman and she'll be the one for me and have a kid with her. I don't understand why bells didn't go off in that dude's <laughs> head. And he went, no, 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 no.
1: Well, you see the um, that, yes, he was patient and waited for a long time, but they kind of tried to couple take matters into their own hands. And well, God hasn't provided anybody yet. So let's see if we can um, circums do a little um, extra yeah. <laughs> and get someone this way. Um, and, and then it, God made it clear that that was not the heir that he had in mind.
0: You think he made it clear? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that as soon as she had the kid, Sarah then turns on her. Yeah. You know, once again, I'll say this scripture tells us the good, the bad and the ugly about mm-hmm. people. That's the reason, you know, it's so true. That's another just check in the box of it. it's true. Had man just wrote this, he would have never, ever, number one, he would have never had somebody like Judas be in the inner circle. Yeah. He would have never had Abraham lie. Right. David commit adultery. Sarah, less. to turn like she did. Uh-huh. And, or how about this one also? I'm just, I don't know why we going on this right They would have never had a female be the first to see Jesus. mm Because when it was being written, women weren't high on the totem pole. Right. So just another encouragement about the Bible. But Abraham, so he obeyed. He goes to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. Why? What had he done to receive such I mean, it's a whole land. And but it's going to be his inheritance, and so here's the answer. I'm not even going to ask you this. Here's the answer. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we all get it when we by faith follow Jesus. Yes. See, our inheritance today is not some physical land here, but yes. it's spiritual land in heaven. Absolutely. You know, we're told in John chapter 14 that He's built mansions for us. Mm-hmm. So we have an inheritance where back then, being truthful, prosperity was a sign that God's blessing was on you, Mm -hmm. actual prosperity and land and all that. Today, it really doesn't matter whether you're rich, poor, in between, whatever. It's about your spirit on the inside and how you're growing spiritually. So although we may look and say, what did Abraham, oh, I'm about to say something. Mm -hmm. What (laughs) did Abraham do to to deserve that inheritance? Let me turn and ask you this question. What have you You and I done to deserve the inheritance of heaven?
1: Right, right. And yet we, right, and nothing. I mean, the answer yeah. is nothing. And um, so, and so we all we are promised that inheritance and we, and as Abraham, we receive that by our faith. And that's what Abraham did. And so, um, and it set, talks in Galatians about um, Abraham, that we are Abraham's heirs according to the promise. And it's not according to anything that we, and Galatians talks a lot about Abraham's faith and based his righteousness based on faith and not on the works of the law. And and that what that speaks to us is it's not our works either it's no. it's our, simply our faith in saying yes to Jesus and believing that he is God's son and that he died and rose again
0: Billy Graham said faith is so simple yet so many stumble over it yes we try to make it more than what it is <clears throat> yes um it's a simple belief right you know that's what Abraham that's why I got there he believed but he believed and showed faith and then he showed works afterwards. Yes. His works backed up his mm-hmm. f- claim of faith.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So for you and I, it's really the same thing. Yep. We have faith and then you work from your faith, right. not for your faith. Right. You work from it to do all that God has called you to do. So he was called to go to this country. He was called to have faith and as far as God was going to provide an heir for him. And we're called, the same thing, to have faith, and then we're called to specific tasks in the ministry, and it's not to sit on your butt in a church pew. Right. You're called to do something. I don't care who you are. Yep. If the Spirit gives you gifts, which He does, we are expected to use those gifts. Yep. Now, so Abraham used his gift of patience, I guess. hmm and he went and he waited anyway. Now we know he messed up, but mm-hmm. guess what? Everybody messes up. It's right. just not a, but what I don't want you to hear is me say that it's a license to sin. Absolutely. It's not. A sinner sins, dives into it, rolls around like a pig in slop and mm-hmm. loves it. Mm-hmm. A saved person accidentally falls in sin and hates it the moment that it occurs. Yes. And if you've ever, that's just a quick spiritual test. Um, from First John,
1: I was going to say, you go to First John, you learn an awful lot about. Yes,
0: that. you do, <laughs> and that's it's cha- his
1: favorite book. In case you didn't know, it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chapter One, and that and that's really because in verses five through seven it says, "In Him is no darkness, yep. no shadow." And so it's just a way you can get that. So, and then he went out, not knowing his going and by faith. I love that by faith, just by faith, by faith. Everything about this chapter, that's why it's called Faith Hall of Fame uh-huh. or Hall of <laughs> <laughs> Faith. Whatever. It's by faith. By faith he went to live in the land of the promise, as in a foreign land. Now, the foreign land word "foreign" means strange, and it means it's not his own. It wasn't his own; it was Canaanite land, so it right. wasn't his. Right at that moment, God said, "I'll give it to him." Mm-hmm. And we know that's where when Israel takes over, um, living in tents. So the second word, well, first one was obeying, and we're not going to finish today. Second <laughs> word is sojourning. how and I sort of I stopped when I was reading it and made a, a big deal about the word intense um how why are we to sojourn why
1: well because what we've talked, as you said and as we've talked about in other at other times that um we are just sojourners and this world is not our home um and that we are citizens of heaven, residing here, mm-hmm. and so, um, so we are. I love that picture of living in tents. Then, in that, there's it's not a permanent home. It's not um, it's not some that we um, make a claim to. We don't. Um, our claim is in heaven. Our home is in heaven. Um, our citizenship is in heaven.
0: And let's go a step further. It's all about your heart. Yes. Let me give you a biblical illustration. You know, when um, God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, and he told them to leave Mm -hmm. and don't look back. Yep. Um, They're leaving, they're leaving, and then Lot's wife... Looked back. Looked back. Mm -hmm. Well, why? Well, because although her, her physical body was outside of Sodom, her heart was still Still back there. there. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder how many people their hearts not in heaven. Right. So you know, Peter wrote in First Peter chapter two, Beloved I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. And what he's saying is, you don't live here. Don't let the things of this earth so get your heart rooted in them. Yes. I mean, folk man, go crazy you start messing with their stuff here. Yes. And we need to make sure that our hearts are more given to God Mm
1: -hmm.
0: fully. Yep. Because I was going to say something I don't think would have been right. Our hearts have to be in God's hands. Yes. Our hearts need to be in heaven. Now, it's one thing, like you have a heart for your kids, you love your kids, you love your family, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. But When you get down the brass tacks, where does your heart reside? Right. The things you can see, or the things you're yet to see. Right. And reasons we have now, we could go off on this. We have this this misconception of death. I want to say it again, and I stole this from Johnny Hunt, Jerry Vines. I don't know. How often will we pray to keep a saint out of heaven, Mm -hmm. but we won't pray to keep a sinner out of hell?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, think about it. Raise grandma up or raise mama up or Lord, just heal them so they'll stay here. Don't you see they're on the precipice? Now, I'm not trying to say we ought to pray for our people to go to heaven, to (laughs) die and go to heaven. But sometimes death's not the worst thing. Exactly. Sometimes living is. Yep. But our picture is you're living Hank Meadows has to live his life here with one eye here or half of an eye here, the rest there. there. That that's that's the Christian life. Right. Oh Lord, we just got real deep. <laughs> that is that's the Christian life.
1: Right. right. And you know, I know that there are people that um that say, Oh, I hope the Lord returns soon, but yet Yes, I really don't want to miss my grandchildren being born, or I don't want to miss um, my kids growing up, or I don't want to miss this, that, or the other thing that we have in this world. But um, and uh, the reality is, we ought to be saying, "Come quickly, Jesus," and be ready for that. And it doesn't matter what we're going to miss here on earth because none of that compares no, to what we're going to have no, in heaven. None of it, yeah. And and that's um, yes. You know, so, Sometimes, okay, people who know me and love me, listening to this, um, my heart longs to go to heaven. Not right. because of you know, don't don't hear what I'm not saying, but it's j- but just because I just know that to leave this world behind and to be there in the Jesus of presence would be phenomenal, and it's something that that even it's even hard to imagine. Right. But um, but yes, um, sure, I can't wait to have grandkids someday. Yeah. No hint, but. <laughs>
0: I'm about to have one.
1: Uh, right. So, and, but yet,
0: if if man if he can come man, today, come, come Lord on, Jesus. Come on. <laughs> Even so, come yes. Lord Jesus. Yes. So legit, and our time is actually done. What in the world? <laughs> I legit, and I know I got to hurry. I got to tell. Here's the back to back it up. When I was first called to the ministry, and I was teaching school, and I was. I was We were at lunch one day and I was eating with all my fellow teachers. And, and you know, once they knew I was called to the mm. ministry, then it was like bombard me with, mm. you know, biblical questions. And one, somebody asked me about heaven. I said, man, I, I you know, I wish Jesus would just come today, mm. <laughs> you know. And I'll never forget this one lady looked at me. She goes, stop that crazy talk. Mm. Now, this was a, a quote unquote believer. Mm-hmm. Stop that crazy talk. I'm like, you know, I was naive. I'm just being honest. Right. I was like, "What?" She's like, "Man, I want to see my grandchildren. Mm -hmm. I want to see them grow up. I want to see them. I got. I got. I got too much living to do before I go to heaven." I just remember looking at her, going, "Then you don't know the heaven and the Jesus that I know." Right. Now, then she stormed out, (laughs) and I wasn't even trying. That's see, I can make people mad and not even try to. (laughs) I was just like, "Uh, you." Who don't want to see their grandchildren? Right. Who don't want to see what they want to be? Who don't want to see this and that and that and this? World Jesus. That's a no-brainer. Yep. Even so, come Lord Jesus.
1: Yes. Yes. So our time's up. And our time's up.
0: So <laughs> um, pray, and um, then I'll have a few closing words.
1: Uh, Lord Jesus, um, God, I pray that we would keep our eyes focused on our citizenship in heaven. And I thank you for the example of Abraham of obeying and going and doing as you called him to do. And I thank you for the foundation that, that you laid with him and the things that you teach us through him and the inheritance that we have through a promise. And I pray that we would um, hold on to that faith and hold on to that promise. And Lord, keep our eyes firmly fixed on you and on heaven. And may we not be... Um, so tied to this world that we don't long for you to come. Yes. And so, Lord, we uh, we say, "Come quickly, Lord Jesus." And Lord, teach us and guide us, and um, walk with us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey guys, this has been the Mosaic of Marion. One more time, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marian Baptist Church, and Miss Mona, my home slice. Has been with me, and um, so next week we're going to deal with the third point, which is looking for a city. So hey, get ready, get ready. bring a seatbelt because <laughs> we're going to talk about heaven next week. Ooh! And um, not necessarily just right there because that's what he was looking for was heaven. Yes. So we're going to talk about heaven next week. Give you a little bit of a a drop, a little taste of what's coming next week and so we're going to be loaded for bear next week too so if you got any questions about heaven get ready we're going to answer them and we'll go from there god bless you guys bye bye.